Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, like many travel-related businesses, Hostel World suffered dramatic losses over the past two years. However, with the green shoots of recovery for the sector on the horizon, the company is now turning its attention to innovating the hosteling experience. Chief Executive of Hostel World, Gary Morrison, joins us now to tell us more. Gary, travel restrictions resulted in multi-million euro losses for Hostel World last year. Talk to us about that particularly difficult period for the company. As you might imagine, Carl, it was an incredibly challenging time for the company and it was very challenging you know, for the travel industry at large. Uh, I think from March 2020 for the next few months, we actually saw more cancellations come in than we did bookings. And, you know, obviously, you know, we, like many other travel companies, uh, had to look at our costs to make sure that we maintained as much cash in the business as we could. Uh, And we also spent a lot of time, you know, thinking about how we could help our staff, you know, many of whom were facing really unprecedented personal stress. Um, So we put together a whole program um, to help people, you know, they could work from home, they could work from the office, they could work with the hours that suited them, you know, really to help them get through what was, you know, a really terrible time. But thankfully, since January this year, we're really seeing the business roaring back. And Gary, of course, it's your responsibility as CEO now to lead the company over the next number of years out of that COVID crisis. But before we discuss that, I would like to talk to you about your own career. You spent some time working in Motorola, Google, and most recently Expedia. So provide us with a whistle-stop tour of that. Well, I I actually started out my career as an engineer. Um, And, you know, I always think about engineering as sort of structured problem-solving. And you're right, I I actually started off doing some consulting, then General Electric. Um, And then I had my own business for two or three years in the very first internet boom. Uh, And then, as you say, it was Motorola, uh, then Google, and then Expedia. And I think, obviously, the last assignment at Expedia, which was probably seven years from 2011, you know, gave me a really strong grounding in the online travel industry, uh, which, of course, set me up extremely well for taking on the leadership role at Hostel World. And as we emerge from COVID, the company Hostel World has developed a whole new strategy, which is introducing new social features. And, of course, as a data-rich company, you're now sharing your data insights with your customers to provide them with more enjoyable experiences. Provide us with an insight into what you're doing. It started actually a few years ago when I first joined the company. And one of the reasons, one of the principal reasons why I, I was really excited to take on this leadership role at Hostel World was most of the online travel landscape is actually comparison sites. You know, you have the same hotels or car rental or flights on many different sites. But you're really comparing, you know, uh, know, is the room available and what price is it? And the thing that I was super excited about uh, the potential of Hostel World was 60% of our travelers uh, were actually traveling solo. And that's not because they're antisocial. It's because they want to meet people on the journeys and on the trips that they're going on. 
And I thought it would be a fantastic uh, opportunity to really strongly differentiate the company by not only providing them with all of the hostels in the world at the best prices, but also uh, create these social features that would help them to find people to hang out with while they were travelling. So provide us with an insight into how that actually works. So it all starts with... You know, when you come to our site and you're looking for a hostel, let's imagine you're looking for a hostel in Seville. You know, today in Seville, there's about 50 hostels and they're all within, let's say, a couple of miles of each other. And what we wanted to do is to start giving you more information about the kinds of people who would be staying there on the dates that you're looking at. So how many people will be there? What kind of nationalities? You know, that's the version one, but version two and version three will start experimenting with giving you more information along the lines of how many solo travelers or what the genders, what the age ranges, what the interests are, you know, to try and help you make a better decision about what sort of hostel is going to have the right sort of people that you're going to want to hang out with. Then once you've made your booking, 14 days before you're due to arrive, we give you an opportunity to sign up to little miniature chat groups. So some of those chat groups will be people who are going to be there on the dates that you're going to be there. But some of the chat groups are at the city level, the Seville level. So we give you lots of opportunities to find people who've got similar interests, who want to go out for dinner, want to meet for a coffee, uh, want to go for a walking tour, you know, want to go for a pub crawl. You know, all these different ways that you can find people that you want to hang out with in real life. And then finally, uh, in about eight weeks' time, we're going to launch another product, which means that you as a traveler can set up an event in Seville. Perhaps you've noticed that Joe's Tapas Bar, 7 o'clock every Thursday, has got a great terrace. It's got... You know, fantastic atmosphere, great prices, and you want to tell everybody in Seville who's traveling on the dates that you are, hey, come to Joe's. So you'll be able to set up a link up, and that event will be there for other people to join up. You'll be able to see who else is going on those events as well. So it's a whole portfolio of, you know, little features right the way through the process, whether you're shopping or booking or when you're in destination to really help you find people to hang out with. I do want to speak to you next about your own target market, which is 18 to 35 year olds. And of course, the importance of sustainability to them. So what is Hostel World doing in that particular space? So there's a couple of things that uh, um, we're doing as a company. You know, we've already, you know, looked at our carbon emissions for 2021 and we bought offsets so we're a carbon neutral company but as you say you know 18 to 35 year olds sustainability is really front and foremost in our customers minds so i think the first thing to note is hostling as a category is actually probably the most sustainable lodging choice that any traveler can make And that's purely because the number of beds per square meter uh, is so high if you compare it with hotels or vacation rentals and so on. So by choosing to go hosteling, you are already making a sustainable choice. And what is Hostel World doing to encourage your own hostel partners to become more sustainable? 
I think the first thing we're doing is, as a category, we want to make sure that we produce um, some research that really shows, you know, in numerical ways, that hosteling as a category is far more sustainable. And I think the second thing that we will be doing towards the latter part of the year is sort of introducing a very simple framework where hostels themselves can self-certify what they are doing in terms of sustainability and then showing that information on our site so that our customers, when they are booking, will be able to see, you know, the differences in sustainability on one hostel, same as another hostel, alongside the review scores. And obviously then using that information back to our hostels to say, these are the kinds of things which are causing all other things being equal. These are the kinds of attributes from a sustainability perspective that are causing our customers to book a little bit more frequently with more green hostels versus non-green. And I do believe in last December, Hostel World partnered with G Adventures to launch Romy's. Talk to us about that initiative and how it's going for you. So... The first thing to realize uh, is when you think about the hosteling category, we talked quite a bit about you know, how people choose to, to, to stay in hostels as a means to meet other people. But, of course, many of these trips are what we call multi-destination trips. So I may start in the UK, then I'll take a flight to Bangkok, and then I'll travel around Asia, maybe go to Australia, New Zealand, and then I'll come home. So in addition to you know, looking for people to hang out with. What we also see is that on these hosteling trips, you know, hosteling is not the only thing that these travellers do. Some will look for volunteering opportunities. Some will look for opportunities to stay in a surfing school where their board and lodging is free and they teach surfing for three hours a day. So many different types of experiences and One of the big categories of experiences is going on short adventure tours. So these will be maybe groups of 10 to 12 people, uh, five-day trip around Cusco or, you know, the Appalachian Trail or or so on. And in that vein, uh, Bruce Poon Tip, who is the CEO of G Adventures and myself, during the COVID era, probably about a year and a half ago, sat down and said, wouldn't it be great if we could create a brand new product where the accommodation category is hostels with all of the social atmosphere that they have, but during the day they would have the opportunity to go for, for these short adventure tours, which of course G Adventures is you know, one of the worldwide leaders in that category. So as a consequence, we started building up this brand new product portfolio which we call Romy's. Um, the first departure dates were in May this year. Uh, the initial catalogue is small, but we're building it up. It's available, I think, in 37 countries, and we've got an initial catalogue of about 60 different itineraries. Um, but we're super excited about that. And in addition to that initiative and matched with the LinkUp initiative, what else is coming down the road from Hostel World in relation to further innovation over the coming years? So the two things that we want to do are provide more and more opportunities for our customers to find people to hang out with while traveling. And then secondarily, provide them more opportunities outside of hosteling to do exactly the same thing.
So the next stage is to open up that link-ups platform to our hostel partners and eventually you know, look at opportunities where we may partner up with other organizations to run a catalog of, of really cool uh, events in different cities around the world as well. So it starts to position the company more as a kind of a lifestyle brand uh, rather than you know, a simple sort of platform that provides, you know, hostels on its platform. And Gary, just thinking about that link-ups initiative, has safety been a consideration in relation to the creation of this, especially taking into consideration that you have a large percentage of your clients are young solo female travellers? Well, if you look at how other areas of the travel landscape deal with that problem, um, if you look at, you know, for example, vacation rental industry, Typically, what they do is they show you who the host is, you know, so you, you know where it is that you're saying. So, obviously, if it's a hostel, then you know what the, you know, what the details of the hostel are. And, you know, the hostel assumes responsibility for all of its guests. I think when you look at things like link-ups, you know, you won't be able to set up a link-up unless you have a profile, you know, which has who you are and your, uh, your profile picture as well. And the other thing about link-ups, of course, is you will be able to see who else is going. So link-ups are sort of local events in a city. Um, you know, from that perspective, you know, they are sort of, they have been built in the same way as meetups on meetup.com, for example. So you know, what we would hope is by the creation of profiles, you know, that people would feel that there's adequate safety safeguards and they'll be able to see if there are other female travellers going to those events as well. And how is Hostel World performing in 2022? So we started the year at about, let's say, 30% of 2019 in week one, so at the beginning of January, in terms of what our net revenue and bookings were. But as Omicron has subsided and the travel restrictions globally have started to ease, you know, we've really seen the business accelerate very strongly. And in week 18, which would be sort of latter part of April, uh, we were back to almost 100% of revenue compared to 2019 and probably three quarters of the booking level, about 73%. So a remarkable accelerated recovery from week one up to, you know, latter, latter part of April. So, you know, I'm very excited about seeing how the, um, the rest of the summer progresses. That is a tremendous response, I have to say, in terms of the way the market is performing. Just on the topic of testing, I'm hearing a lot that pre-travel testing was holding back an awful lot of people from travelling. And of course, in in recent times, we've seen the US now drop the need for a pre-travel test there. What impact do you think that that's going to have on the market? Well, I think huge. I mean, even in the second half of last year, uh, with a lot of friction, you know, where you needed to take tests before you go, you need to have tests before you come home. Um, I mean, I'm sure you and a lot of your listeners would have been sick to death of filling out all the locator forms, Uh, not to mention the expense of COVID tests. Uh, What I'm seeing now is there are really unprecedented levels of demand. There's real pent-up demand for travel. 
And I think the removal of all of that friction uh, and the stability of not needing to worry that, you know, the travel restrictions are going to change and you need to cancel your flight or cancel your holiday or rebook, you know, all of that is starting to become a thing of the past. And that can only be good for the recovery of the travel industry and, you know, all of the other sectors out there which have been heavily impacted. And Gary, finally, what's your own outlook for the travel industry globally over the next five years and consequently the growth that Hostel World will achieve as part of that? So I think this year is going to, you know, that there is an unprecedented level of demand. Uh, and, we, you know, we can see that in how the business is, is recovering versus 2019. You know, I also think there are pieces of the travel landscape whether it's you know the flight sectors we've also we've all seen you know all of the images of airports around the world with tremendously long queues and that's really symptomatic of the two years you know obviously you know unfortunately a lot of people were either furloughed or or lost their jobs and we're we're finding ourselves in a situation now where there's actually not enough capacity you know, for the amount of travel demand that there is out there, which, um, you know, is obviously pushing up prices. So I think this year is sort of more of a year of correction. And then I think next year, you know, we will be, you know, sort of in fully 2019 mode and probably a lot more stability with enough capacity to cope with the demand. And then there'll be just the steady growth of, of travel thereafter as it should have continued from 2019. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Gary Morrison, the CEO of Hostel World. And I'd like to thank Gary for sharing his insights into the business of hosteling with us this morning. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick.